Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is the show about nothing. I am your host, Mondo. Um, this podcast is going to be a little bit longer than, than the last ones. Uh, I try to keep them about 20 minutes, but uh, I've got big news, big, big news to share with you guys. Um, and so here we go. I'm just going to start because it's, it's a lot of stuff to talk about. So as you guys know, I'm married to my beautiful wife, Brenda. We've been married for almost six years. Um, we've been together for about almost 12 years so you know we've just we've grown up with each other um and since we got married and i think even before we got married brenda's been wanting to adopt and so this was one of her passions and she's like even if we have our own kids i want to help out you know and help out and adopt you know kids that need to be adopted need a loving family so you know i i was like okay sure you know well as we were getting a little older course i'm only 30 but you know the years are coming and i'm like i'm not getting any younger i want to be a dad so we went ahead and started the process of adoption and so you know there's a lot of things to go through we you could do a lot of different ways of adoption um private adoption a lot of these other ways or even international adoption stuff like that but uh we decided to help out the kids in our in our neck of the woods in new mexico and we went to cyfd and so, you know, we have to uh, fill out an application. Uh, they do a background check. We have to go through training courses. They have to do a physical on us. They want to make sure that they're not giving these kids to somebody who's just going to fall off and die pretty soon, you know. They can actually take care of these kids. So, you know, it's an extensive it's an extensive thing that you need to do, which I, you know, I'm more than gladly helping them out with giving them what they need because, you know, this is for the best of the children and not really for us. So they, they do what needs to be done so that the kids are taken care of. Um, so with that said, let's start the story. So this is the story of where we're at. So big news, okay? I already said big news. Um, so you kind of have more or less an idea as to where I'm going to end this story. But it's an odyssey. It's an odyssey. So let me start with saying, you know, like I said, I wasn't uh, getting any younger. So I said, okay. All right, Brenda, let's let's go ahead. Let's do this. So we fill out the application and we hand it in a week late for us to start the courses. So it's a four week course. Um, and in Gallup, they have to bring trainers down from Albuquerque. That's two hours away. So then, you know, the trainings is they'll have a course uh, one weekend and then it's like two two weekends in every month. So it'd be two months. It would take just to finish the courses and we handed in our paperwork right after that weekend where they had just done one course, the first course. So we're like, okay, so we're already behind. Um, so we talked to our social worker and she said, that's fine, you know, just um, do the last three and then you can make up that first one at the beginning of the year because this was in November. Um, so we, we handed in our application in November, we got into the course. So we did the last course of November, which was actually the second course. So if I'm losing you guys, I'm sorry. Um, so, but we went to our, the second course, which was our first course needing to do, you know, out of four. Um, so we go to that one and it's very, I'm going to tell you guys the truth. It's really knowledgeable. This, this, these courses I would suggest for, even if you're just a parent to go to and find out if you can, um, because I don't know if you can, but maybe you, um, you can talk to the CYFD, CYFD office, um, wherever you're at in Gallup, New Mexico, or in New Mexico, um, and see if you can just, you know, attend any of these courses because I think they're really valuable for any type of parent. Um, so we went to the first course and yeah, it was it was 
kind of crazy, you know, the stories that they tell us and things that, you know, that can happen and situations that have happened because the ladies that do the courses, most of them, and in our case, um, have lived it. They're either foster family, foster parents or adoptee parents, um, you know, or have worked in the CYFD office for years. And so, you know, that first class was pretty crazy, pretty intense, and we were, we were like, okay, but, you know, at least they're giving us the information that we need to know and we can move forward on this. And then December comes around. My dad, my dad gets sick. He's diagnosed with cirrhosis and six months to live. So we put, you know, actually he, he got he got ill the weekend, bef you know, the week before um, that second course, well, the third course, but our second course was gonna be. So then, you know, I'd, we had to put my, my personal life ahead of that, you know, we had to put that on pause. We said, well, we gotta make sure, because we don't know what's gonna happen to my dad. This might be the last time we see him. So we just had to stop and we went to go see him in the hospital and stuff. And, you know, we just, so we missed the rest of the courses. We didn't, we weren't able to finish, you know, the certifying, to get us certified, those courses. So it was, uh, it was tough. So then, you know, let's fast forward it a little bit. The, you know, in February now, my dad's doing a little bit better. He's back at home. He's, you know, on his medicine, and they're keeping him regulated. So I said, you know what, babe, let's let's do this. Let's let's see if we can, you know, start the courses now again, and then hopefully we can give my dad a grand, some grandkids before he passes because we weren't sure when he was going to leave. Uh, the doctors gave him six months, but he was looking very healthy and very upbeat and very happy. So we said, well, let's let's do this now, and let's try to let's try to do it as fast as possible. So then um, we look up, and Gallup hasn't had any courses yet set up for anything. Like I said, they have to get most of the trainers from Albuquerque, so it's kind of hard to work with their schedule. So we um, go ahead and um, look up and see if we can attend the ones in Albuquerque. And there was one, and we could do it in a month. It was, you know, you go to the, you go to Albuquerque in the CYFD office for one of the courses, and then you do the other two online, and then you go back for the last one. So we did it, February, done. We had our, we had that, you know, finished and then we had to hand that into our social worker and then they have to appoint a, uh, somebody to come and do a home study because it's everything, guys, I'm telling you, it's a lot of stuff that goes through with this adoption. So they come in, they look at our home study, they do our, you know, and it's funny because that day, like that whole week, we were cleaning and cleaning and cleaning the house, making sure it was spotless. Um, a lot of people, as they know, they know that we always like to keep our house clean, but this time we were intensely keeping everything clean. If a piece of dust fell on the table, we were wiping it off. Um, and that morning when she got here, we got up a little bit early just to wipe everything down again. Um, and she so they showed up. Well, she showed up and, you know, kind of interviewed us. And I don't really remember everything that we talked about, but just, you know, they, they kind of try to see the vibe of the family and what kind of people we are. Um, yeah, I guess we're good people. We hear that all the time. I don't know, a lot of liars to us, but I guess they, they you know. So anyways, and then we have our nieces living with us and um, still till this day, we have Monique with us, but back then it was Monique and Stephanie. And so then we had to step away and let them interview them and, you know, and I guess obviously we passed um, the homesteady and then so we get licensed. We get licensed in August, I believe, or late July or August. So um, 
So throughout this whole time, you know, my wife and even before we were married and even before we decided we were going to adopt or I jumped on board for adoption, um, she's been looking at the Heart Gallery. And that's a that's a website where they have the kids that are up for adoption online and you can look up and you can read their stories and see, you know, what kind of kids they are, their age groups and if they're sibling groups or a single kid, you know. Um, and my wife's always wanted to, uh, to adopt um, sibling groups. So as we get... Um, licensed almost immediately as we got licensed there was these three little boys that come up and um you know when we fill out our application we have to give them the age group that we want and so of course we said from um from two to seven because we don't want them too too old and we don't want them too too young so we um so we were just you know we um went ahead and put two to seven and we figured that'd be a good enough age i was judging it off of my nephew's and my, my nieces and nephews, because they were all about that same age. And so that's what we put. So anyway, so these three little boys, we look, we see them on that art gallery. And Brenda's like, oh, my God, she's in love, you know, and she wants to. Uh, she, so we inquire on them. Um, they live like about eight miles east of Gallup. So it's kind of a far ways away. Uh, so but we still we said, oh, well, we'll try it. Let's see what happens. Um with that said, so then we uh, are invited to our first heart gallery event, and those are uh, events with the heart gallery, the kids that are in the the heart gallery, um, all over the state of New Mexico. They they invite everybody that's a foster kid and parents that want to adopt to the certain locations, and they kind of just hang out, and then you could see if you click or or vibe with any of the kids and. You can inquire on the kids and things like that. There's the foster families are there, so you can speak to them and they they know firsthand. And so we go to the first event hoping that we could see these three little boys. Um, and so you know, because it's open to the whole state, and these guys they don't live in Gallup, so we were hoping to run into them. Well, uh, sadly to say, they weren't there. So we were like kind of bummed but, and nervous at the same time because we're like, well, we, this is our first event. We don't know what we're doing, um, but you know, we show up and. Uh, the kids weren't, those three boys weren't there, but um, there was other kids there. And there as um, so the, you know, the some of the foster family are walking around with the kids or even the social workers are walking around with the kids. And um, this one lady just kind of saw me and Brenda walking alone um, and handed us this adorable, cute little two-year-old boy and handed it, had, handed them to Brenda, handed him to Brenda. And uh, we just instantly kind of clicked with him. He was a cute, cute little kid and... <clears throat> We uh, were kind of vibing with him, and it was pretty cool, you know. So we, um, so we just you know kind of hang out with them, and we see because on their name tags it tells them tells us their name and tells us you know if they're a sibling group or not. And it says one of three, so we find out who their ki- their sisters his sisters are. Um, they're actually eleven and thirteen years old, and uh, Hispanic uh, late little girls, and, and well him too, a Hispanic family from Las Cruces so I was like so I don't know because of the age both of us were kind of like well we wanted from two to seven and we weren't sure you know we this was our first time going out there and um yeah so anyways throughout the day they make you rotate with the kids and foster families and foster I mean well the foster kids and the parents and stuff so um you know we we took a break from that from them and we were walking again alone and then this foster family, older foster family, walk up to us with this five, five-year-old little boy. And he's like, do you want to go with them? And so he's like, uh, kind of. So he comes with us, and we're like, oh, hi, how are you? 
and this kid's a very talkative, very well-spoken little kid. He, he speaks a lot, and I'm like, well, this is really cute, you know? Um, and I had just started here at the radios, so I was like behind the scenes still learning everything, but I was thinking, well, this will be pretty cool to bring to the radio, you know, because he likes to talk, and we could, you know, have some banter between me and him, just something, you know, because just the way he talked, and he was very talkative and very happy, outgoing little kid, a little five-year-old boy. And so I was like instantly in love big chubby cheeks you know just a cute adorable little kid and i told brenda this one right here i want this guy and she's like well you know we honestly can't even um we can't even inquire on him because we have an inquiry on these other three little boys so i said oh man i'm kind of bummed out you know because i actually saw this little boy and we were having a good little time that day uh, but yeah so then she said yeah so i i mean because she's the one that looks into all the rules and regulations to everything on this so I, i'm just kind of like going along with it right so she told us you know that's that's what uh she said so you just you can't um we can't inquire on nobody besides the kids that we're currently with till we are ruled out or we adopt those kids so we're like okay so then we get back to gallup after that weekend and um you know we have our meeting first official meeting best interest placement which is bip we had our BIP meeting uh, about the three little boys, and you know it comes up that the uh, foster family really want to ca- stay close to them, stay in contact with them, and we're ha- we're happy with that. You know we're fine with that. The only thing is they're eight hours away, and we're like, well, you know, I do have fam- we do have family that lives in uh, El Paso that maybe you know we can meet kind of in the middle um, or meet there because they have family there too. But ultimately, I don't know maybe because of the distance and because they want to uh, stay close with the, the boys um, they ruled us out we we were not chosen to move forward with these three little boys so there goes our first heartache but that five-year-old little boy was still in the back of my head so i told brenda okay well let's let's try for this little boy and she's kind of sad a little bit just a little bit because she does want a sibling group and He's just by himself, so she's like, I'm not sure, you know, if it's going to work out or not with just the one, but let's see. So we call up our social worker, and she's looking him up, and she's like, well, where did you guys see him? We saw him at the Heart Gallery event, and, well, he's not online, and we're like, well, yeah, we don't know if he's there or not, but uh, we and we want to inquire on him. And she's, like, looking and looking through all the paperwork, I guess, and she never, she could never find him. So he just goes MIA, like, missing. We don't know what happened. And... Um, so we're like kind of bummed out we're like well what the heck you know so we missed out on these three little boys and now we can't even find this little five-year-old boy so um we're kind of sad you know i'm sad very sad so then um december comes around and there's another event you know so we go to the next event it's just a holiday holiday uh dinner and we were invited to the uh, carpenters carpenters union in albuquerque and hands, you know, hats off to those guys. They help out a lot with the CYFD office. So um, they invite the CYFD kids and the parents that are looking to adopt to join their um, holiday dinner, or well, luncheon, I guess. So it was a Saturday, Saturday lunch afternoon where, you know, so there was the kids and stuff like that, and we were also there. Um, this one though was kind of kind of sad. There was, I think, um, more more kids or more parents more more adults than there were kids so you know it was just kind of it was kind of rough to you know the whole situation there was you know hundreds and hundreds of people from um the 
because I'm, I'm guessing this was for the whole um, the whole state for the carpenters union so there was a hundred like over you know 200 people there and we're like shoved in this little corner and I mean hats off to them they, they did the best to accommodate us and you know I beggars can't be choosers or whatever that saying is or if even if it relates to this but so we're it's just kind of different you know this isn't like that first one that we went to where it was just us and nobody else so yeah we just kind of left that that day a little sad you know a little disappointed and you know we didn't see anything that we were we didn't you know hang out with any kids that you know of course like i said we were we were kind of focusing on our age group at the same time and there's a lot more teenagers and um you know, we were being selfish, I guess. So I'm sorry about that. So, you know, then we, so we don't, you know, holidays pass. And then here comes uh, February. Well, throughout the whole time, you know, um, Brenda had been seeing these two kids that, you know, she said that just been calling at her. Like, you know, we're both Catholics. So she teaches at a Sacred Heart Cathedral um, LM, uh, private school. And so, you know, we're, you know, we were, we, are both devout Catholics and we just so she's been seeing these two kids and the one boy has on his bio saying that he wants a Catholic family and Brenda's like this is a sign this is a sign that maybe we should be their parents and again I said our age group was from two to seven well these two the boy was 11 and the girl was 15 so way out of our age group completely out of our age group and so we were kind of nervous that they weren't going to accept it because of what our application says and um but we went ahead and inquired on them and then it so happens that we uh we meet up with them there at the uh so this event was at was in february it was for like a valentine's day deal so we were at the cnm um college there in albuquerque at the culinary um department and they were teaching us or showing us how to make cookies you know so something simple it's always something just kind of hands-on and something where you can kind of talk to the kids and stuff so we went and we did the so we get there you know like we get there knowing that we've inquired on the those two kids um and we walk you know we walk in and we see them immediately see them and like you know it's like you don't want to be that creep that just rolls up on them and hey how are you you know but then you don't want to be you know just some kind of stranger in the background you want to get to talk to them so you know we kind of maneuvered our way to them and we you know started slowly talking and it helped out a lot that we did like an icebreaker and it so happens that everything that they you know we had everything in common so we were able to just like click off right off the bat and when we went to the kitchen from that opening um, room we went to the kitchen and the uh that's where we you know we teamed up with each other and like i said earlier you know they they tell us to uh rotate when um throughout the day so you can have a chance with every child so you know they were brightly enough to say well how about you so i was with the boy and she was with the girl and the boy says well okay now when we rotate she can come with me and you can go with her my sister so you know when we rotated that's how we rotated and then back and forth you know so uh, we were having a good time. It was really cool, you know. And then um, I don't remember what I talked about about my barber and stuff. But he he's like, oh, I want to meet your barber. And I'm like, oh, maybe I don't know. Like he's in Gallup, so you know, who knows if you'll ever get to meet him. And you can't tell him, yeah, you know, I'll I'll, I'll adopt you and take him take you to meet him. And you can't say that stuff, so because you just don't know what's gonna happen. Um, so 
that you know we ended on that and so we go home and we're pretty excited you know because we got to hang out with those kids and we inquired on them and they were actually there unlike that first event where we inquired on the kids and they weren't there so this time they were there and we were having a good time and so um we you know we get our first meeting the BIP meeting about them and um you know it seems kind of rough you know especially when the kids are about that age you know they've been in the system for so long it's just kind of they they go through some stuff you know it's just crazy so we um so after they told us you know the whole their story we go home and we're still like nah, we're still pretty positive because even though you know they said all this we hung out with them and they seemed very good like they were pretty pretty legit so um so we said yeah we'll continue on to the next you know on to the full disclosure so um again my dad's kind of getting sick you know he's still sick so but this time he's getting a little worse but uh we go to the full disclosure and um you know we um we learn things about him from from the foster family and um, the kids are required therapy you know just because it's just cyfd requirements i'm thinking and they tell us some stuff and we just you know we we had to um really not be selfish or possibly it's called selfish but uh you know they had um they had issues that we probably weren't going to be able to accommodate them with here in gallup um so we had to decline and you know that week before we declined my dad passed away so we're running through a lot of emotions and it's just so sad because um you know first of all you know my father passes away and then we're we're put between a hard spot and a ship or whatever the, the saying is and you know we we feel like we love these kids a lot you know because i'm sorry i forgot to even tell you guys that we went to another event in march where we were building jewelry jewelry boxes and the little boy combed his hair just like me and they were looking out and saving spots for us so we were we were excited you know but you know certain things come up that you just aren't prepared for and even though you go through the training and you know that it's expected it's not expected but it could it could happen you know you have to think and look at yourself and not be selfish and say well i'm gonna have you know, i'm gonna adopt them before my dad passes away because that's you know something i wanted to give him before he passes away or you know you just you can't so we have to do the best for ourselves and the best for the child and the child or the children at most that's that's the main thing that we need to make sure is taken care of is the children and make sure that they have what they actually need and you know because we can give them all the love that we can but if there's certain things that we can't give them that they actually need help with then you know what good are we um so we had to unfortunately decline and it still hurts our heart very much especially you know with the situation that was going on with our personal life you know with i mean this was personal life too but you know we just it was just hard all around hard hardest probably months of our lives and so um you know so we had to decline and we felt bad we still feel bad and so um we so we just kind of like sit back for the couple of months so my dad passed away on april 29th right before may right before may and um you know we uh we were just we were sad you know i was sad she was sad 
because this was she thought this was a sign that God wanted us to take in these Catholic kids and stuff. And, but anyways, so we just kind of like sit back and talk and actually it took us a while to talk about it. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. It took us a while to talk about it. And we, you know, we kind of didn't agree, but didn't disagree that maybe we should just not even try to adopt anymore. We both, I was kind of tired of it. I said, you know, we've struck out three times already. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of heartache. It's, it sucks. It just doesn't feel good. Um, and it's not, you know, CYFD's fault. It's not the kid's fault. It's not our fault. It's just, you know, it's just how it is. Life is what it is. And so we, um, you know, separately we were thinking it. And then finally we both talked about it. And we were like, well, let's, I don't know, let's see. We'll see what happens. And we were thinking, contemplating maybe fostering for a while and not adopting, just fostering to see, you know, if maybe throughout this time that we're fostering either the kids that we foster we can adopt or they can find somebody that will match us. Um, and so we, um, you know, so we're just kind of like thinking about it. And then June comes up and, and like I said, Brenda's constantly on that heart gallery online and she's like, babe, five-year-old boy is on, on here. And I said, what? No, he's not. Is he really? Yeah, he is. MIA, five-year-old boy is back on the heart gallery. So I'm excited. I'm like, okay, well then let's let's inquire on him. And she's again kind of like, well, I feel like if we inquire on him, this will be the only one that we adopt. And I wanted a sibling group, but she's like, let's just do it. Let's try it, you know. So Brenda, inquire, Brenda inquires on him. And then, um, you know, so then, you know, our workers call us and say, well, they're, his his social worker wants to talk to you guys. And it just so happens that his social worker is the same social worker of the 15 and the 11 year old boy and so we're like oh great she's probably gonna cuss us out or yell at us and ask you know be mean to us because we didn't go through with this other adoption and now we're over here trying to get this other little boy <clears throat> so we were kind of nervous and um but she wanted to talk to us and we were like you know let's and i had said it to to our social worker before we even like get all excited about this let's i kind of want to know what the boy's like and if it's even worth our time because if it's not then you know we could just end it there if if it's going to be too hard or too much for us or if we are even like in contending to be able to take them in you know if not then let's just because we were i was tired of it i was really tired of you know it's not games but it's like it's a heartache it's a heartache and it's a process so um we call we call his social worker and the first thing she asks us and she puts us on the spot <laughs> Well, you know, what was it about the other two that you you didn't want? If you don't mind ask, me asking and answering, you know, we just had to tell him. You know, there are certain things here in Gallup that we wouldn't be able to accommodate them with. Um, you know, it was going to be kind of hard because uh, you know I get off of work really late, and uh, Brenda was going to have to hold it down for several hours a day uh, by herself, and so. It was just going to be tough. It was going to be tough on the both of us because I didn't want to come home to, you know, an angry house or come home to having to take care of, you know, anything that went down. So that's pretty much what we told her. And so she says, well, you know what? Um, if you don't think you can handle those two, then I don't think you can handle this five-year-old little boy. Man, my heart just got crushed like that, just squished. 
So I was like, she is holding a grudge. <laughs> you know, I was like, what the heck, really? You don't think that we can handle him? It's just one little boy. Um, but she's like, so before even like, you know, you think things like in an instant. And but before she even finishes her sentence, she, she tells us, but there's these two sibling groups that we were thinking about for you guys. And we have we haven't stopped thinking about you guys. We want we are looking for somebody for you guys, too. So then my heart like kind of, you know, right when I was about to like yell or something just stopped. And wait, you're trying to help us out still, even though we, you know, declined those other two. And you're telling us that this one's not a good fit. So, you know, I was grateful that she actually could see that, you know, this kid's not a good fit. If those other two weren't a good fit, this one's not a good fit. But there's these other two sibling groups that would be a fit for you. So, you know, so she's asking us, well, do you, are you guys going to go to the, the event this weekend? And, you know, at that point, I didn't even, I think Brenda knew, but I didn't even know that there was an event that weekend. And so I, we were like, well, we weren't planning on it, you know, because again, going back to what we were, you know, individually thinking and finally talking about that we were going to just kind of give up for a little bit. Um, and so, um, you know, I've been, I was working that Saturday. And so she was like, because uh, the events are on Saturday. And so we were like, well, we weren't even sure if we were going to go to it or not, but we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if we're going. Because she said, okay, well, because those two sibling groups will be there. And there's one sibling group of three, and they are they are on the heart, heart gallery. Oh, <laughs> that was hard to say. They are on the heart gallery if you want to see them. Um, three three kids and the other two they're not on there yet so she's like but if you want to look them up here's their names and uh, go ahead and you guys can decide if you guys want to make it to the uh to the event this this weekend so all right we we finished the conversation i think that was a thursday and um that was it i was actually talking to her while i was at work we were in my wife's uh, durango talking over the phone you know the bluetooth and so then, you know, we hang up and I say, okay, I got to go back to work. So I go back into our office and go back to work. Um, and so, yeah, so then I just don't even, we don't even talk about it that night. And so finally Brenda's like, oh, on Thursday, babe, are we going to go or not? Because I need to know. We need to know. We need to let them know so that they can reserve a spot for us. So I was like, um, uh, F it, let's go. Let's just, let's see what what harm can it be. So, you know, I have to, like, pull some strings and get somebody to work for me that Saturday. Uh, shout out to Victor. He did, and he was actually starting his vacation that day, so I'm glad. You know, thank you, man. I paid him back with the 12-pack. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Vic, for uh, taking that day for me, and I was able to go to the ad event. And so so then uh, we show up, and we're nervous because it's kind of like the first time we went to that first event because it was uh, – it's kind of similar area too. That first one was a little bit outside of Santa Fe, and this one as well is a little bit outside of Santa Fe, um, and it's like outdoors type thing. Um, so it was the first one. So we kind of show up, and it's kind of similar to us, and we're like the feelings and everything. You know, we're not sure what we're gonna be there for because at that point we didn't have anything inquired on anybody. Um, it was just gonna be the fresh new start. We we're just gonna go see and just see what happens. So we get there, and they have the kids that are the foster kids all in the circle they're talking and stuff giving them rules and directions and stuff and me and brenda are off to the uh you know in the tent where the foster families are at and the parents that are looking to adopt are at and so we're just kind of mingling and we see the three little kids that we had seen on the heart gallery so we pointed them out and we're like oh yeah there they are you know but we're not going to approach them they're in that little circle talking and stuff 
and then they so then we're just standing there and i'm i don't know if maybe that social worker got there a little late or or what happened but she had the two little kids and she brings them to me and brenda and says have you met and we're not for legal reasons we're not going to give their names okay so i'm going to name them x and y for now so the social worker comes up and says hey have you hi brenda have you met x and y and i'm over here like turned around talking to i don't know who and i kind of hear you know that she was introducing someone to brenda so i turn around and and i'm gonna pause the story really quick because when i first saw my wife i, w I was uh, working one summer in in las vegas with my brother-in-law manual labor type stuff putting tile on pools i was just you know they call him the chalan whatever the little helper um so you know i went and helped him out that summer work working with him um, but we came back one one weekend during that summer and um, my sister was in a quinceanera and so she was uh, practicing they were practicing and stuff so she's like well all of our friends are there you want to come with me so we can you know go to the quinceanera practice sure why not there's nothing to do in Gallup, you know so i'm like yeah let's go see the let's go hang out with our buds you know and when i walk in i see my wife she wasn't my wife then i see brenda and uh, she thinks I'm like a total asshole or something, some like cocky kid. But I show up and everybody rushes at me because I had been gone the whole summer. And they're like, Mondo, hey, what's up, Mondo? And she's like sitting back because she doesn't know me. Uh, the funny thing is she lives just one block away from me my whole life, <laughs> our whole life pretty much. And we'd never seen each other. So anyways, but I saw her and I knew, I knew in my heart that she was going to be mine. Love at first sight. I believe in that. I do, I really do believe in love at first sight. When I saw her, I knew that was going to be the love of my life. Unpause. So I turn around, and they're introducing the kids to Brenda. This is X, this is Y. And I see X and Y. And that same feeling I got when I walked into that house for that quinceanera practice and seeing Brenda's eyes, I got when I saw these two little kids. Love at first sight. And um, we... Uh, so, you know, they just kind of attach to us, you know, we hang out with them the whole day. And of course, you know, we're supposed to s switch, but we don't, we really don't even play by the rules. We don't even switch with each other. We, I'm hanging out with the little boy. She's hanging out with the little girl. Um, and we're having a blast. We're having a good time. It's out in the, it's a national park. So it's out in the hills and the woods and we're playing in the river and we're having a good time. Very good time. Um, and then, um, so needless to say we're having a good time and it's about over it's about three hours usually the events last about three hours and we um we're down at the river and you know so um there was other little games that there was playing like the cornhole and the uh what is it potato sack race and stuff so um why had won a, a a gift a toy a stuffed animal for winning one of the games and um, oh no, I'm sorry. They gave them ranger books, a ranger book where you can fill out certain things or whatever about the park. And so, um, he had that book and, um, he had left it down at, by the river. We were already on our way back up. Um, they were doing shuttles from the main tent to the river and, you know, coming back and forth. And it was coming to the end, you know, so, um, we were heading, we were leaving the river area. And so X and Y, you know, with me and Brenda and, um, why he says well oh no i don't know where my book's at my ranger book because they were getting signatures from everybody and whoever got the most signatures or had a certain amount of signatures were going to get something some kind of badge or something 
um, I said badge, okay? Um, and so they, uh, so he, he had lost his, and I'm like, I saw that, I swear I saw that. I think you left it down by the river. Let me run down there and get it. So this is towards the end of the, the event, towards the end of the day. Um, so I run down as fast as I can. The bus is coming, the shuttle to pick them up. So I said, you guys go ahead. I'll, I'll wait for the next one. Let me go find this for him. So I go down there, and right away I find it, you know. But it's kind of a little bit of a distance from where the shuttles are picking us up from the, and the river. So I get it, you know, and I run back up. By the time I get back up, that bus has already left. But I'm like, all right, well, there should be more buses coming, you know. <laughs> I swear I, I felt like it was an eternity before the next bus showed up. Um, because they, and then I, we're like, he thought that they, uh, that was it. <laughs> no, they still had a few more people down there. So, um, finally I get on the bus and they had already gotten off and I, you know, we're pulling up to the main tent and I see them and I'm like, well, actually I don't see them. I'm pulling up and I'm like trying to find them, see where they're at. And as I'm getting off, you know, there comes Brenda and she's coming by herself. And I'm like, Hey, well, where's the kids? Where's X and Y? Um, oh, they're over there. Um, she's just like, I saw the bus coming, so I wanted to see if you were on it. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. And I got, you know, I got Y's book. Oh, happy. Oh, how good. You know, he'll be so happy. So, you know, as we're walking back to where they were at, <laughs> and this is when you get to see how mean I actually am, okay? So when we get there, when we get back to, you know, where Brenda had left him, there's this other lady talking to him. You know, maybe a single single mom type lady. I don't know. I didn't see a husband next to her or not. Um, and she's talking to um, X and, you know, trying to talk to Y. But he's kind of like, no. <laughs> he actually um, tells her straight up, well, you got here late. So um, he wasn't, like, feeling it at all. But, you know, um, X is trying to be nice and answering questions. And I'm like, who the hell is this bitch like what are you doing you know you can't come up on these kids after we've been hanging out with them all day and trying to you know sweep them up from beneath us so i'm like kind of getting irritated whatever but i give um why his book and he's so excited and happy and he shows his social worker look i you know look at all the signatures i get and um and so you know meanwhile i'm hearing the conversation between this lady and x and oh you know what's your uh how old are you? What's your name? What's your... No, I'm not sure if he asked for, she asked for her name, but uh, what grade are you going to? What's your favorite subject in school? What do you like? This and that. And like I had said earlier, they had gotten those badges um, for filling out those names. And so they're, you know, showing off their little badge. And she's... So then the lady, you know, she's just one of those, like, one-uppers or trying to show off things. And, ah, oh, it just got me so irritated. And she's like, oh, you know, my, you like badges? Well, my brother and my brother-in-law and everybody that she knows is a cop and, and a fireman. So we're like, okay. <laughs> you know, she's just trying to like, kind of, I mean, of course, pobrecita, you know, poor thing. She's trying to relate with them and trying to show them off, show off what she has, you know. You know, I, I have a brother that's a cop, a brother-in-law that's a cop, and cousin that's a, you know, fire department. And, whatever you know okay lady whatever and then the other thing that got me so mad was when she asked x what her favorite subject in school was and she says math and then she says oh well, i'm an engineer and i do a lot of math in my work and so when i got back in the car after the event i said oh yeah well, i'm a fedex driver and i do a lot of math in my job too you dumb bitch but i didn't say that to her i said that in the privacy of our car and brenda just laughed and said don't talk like that i'm sorry maybe this is gonna lose the everything for me but i was irritated you know but now i just kind of sit back and laugh about it whatever um so then we um 
so uh, yeah so that's the end of the event that was the end of that day and we left so happy because we had a good time you know and um we uh we're leaving and we run into the social worker and she says so how did it go and we said well it looks like it went well and she said yeah it does we we're just and kind of just being funny asking you guys that but okay well we'll keep in touch and so then we do the bit meeting and so we do the bit meeting and then um uh we do the uh, full disclosure and the big news guys the big big news and i was trying to do this podcast on friday because i wanted to do uh what it was you know the day before we got to hang out with them looks like they're coming home with us guys um we got the calendar done we've done our first visit with them you know outside of that first event we hung out with them all day yesterday at in Albuquerque, we took them to cliffs, and I don't ride roller coasters at all. I hate them, and let alone roller coasters, I hate carnival rides. And X made me get on, we call it the Ring of Fire. I don't know where you're from, what it's called, but it's, you know, a little kind of type roller coaster where it just goes in a circle. You're going upside down, and you're just going in a circle, in a circle, in a circle, and I... Um, I just, I don't ride rides like that. <laughs> I don't. And, uh, ah, man. Only, <sighs> I don't ride rides. And because of the love of these kids, I rode rides yesterday. <laughs> I rode roller coaster. I rode that ride and, um, you know, everything. It was just fun. And so I had a blast yesterday. This is, uh, this is August 19th. Okay, guys, our first, uh, Solo day with them was yesterday, August um, 18th, and they're coming home. They're coming home to us September 1st, Labor Day weekend. That's the big news. So, you know, you guys probably got it from the beginning of the podcast, what I was going to talk about. And I'm sorry, I went almost double what I usually go on these, actually more than double what I usually go on these podcasts. But um, hopefully soon enough, I'll be able to, you know, everything legality is cleared and i can give you guys their names and introduce you guys to them here on this podcast but um yeah we're we're above happy um it's just it's great it's great i don't know how else to explain it express my emotions and feelings you know after all the heartaches and stuff everything um everything led us to where we're at now and um you know we can't see it any other way if we weren't of gone to that first event you know and saw a five-year-old little boy and then you know we declined for the other three little boys and then you know wanting to talk to the other two you know 11 and 15 year old um meeting their social workers who then in their head you know fell in love with us for some reason and kept thinking about us and kept us in mind for you know these other two sibling groups and when we inquired on the five-year-old little boy that came up again you know she tells us straight up you know we don't think he's going to be good for you guys but here's these you know these two other options and then you know they bring them to us and introduce those two kids x and y to us and yesterday was a ball hands down probably the best day of my life um sorry brenda it's probably second i guess to our wedding or maybe you know, the day that they actually move in officially might be the best day of our lives. But for now, it's just, um, it's great, you know. I don't, uh, I don't know, I just can't finish explaining how much it means to us. 
um, you know, everything that, that CYFD has done for us and um, that's gotten us to this journey, gotten, gotten us through this journey. Um, and here we are, you know, kind of heading towards the uh, finish line um, almost two years after we started the process. Um, you know, one of my coworkers said it the best because, you know, I kind of keep them in, you know, in the loop with everything that's going on in my life. And, you know, I tell him, he tells me, you know, it seems like it takes a long time, but once it's once you're there, it's just going to go by super fast. And it's true because, you know, we finally, we did the full disclosure uh, August, August 10th. And eight days later, we're hanging out with them. And four weeks after that, they're going to be moving in with us. So... It's just awesome, guys, and I'm, I'm ecstatic. And hopefully, you guys enjoy this story today. That was the podcast. Uh, I'll keep you guys in contact with, you know, keep you guys updated with everything else that's going on. But yeah, yesterday we took him to Cliffs. We went and ate at Golden Corral and hung out at their foster mom's house for like three hours, just hanging out, just trying to see how they live and what they do. And uh, next week we get to bring them to Gallup. Get, they get to see the, our house. They get to see their rooms and maybe meet a, a couple of people uh we'll see because they were really excited to you know we were showing them people that they might eventually meet our family and stuff and they were excited to to meet them already like wanting to talk on the phone with them um yesterday and we're like well i don't think we can do that just yet but you know maybe by this next coming weekend when they're here we can we can introduce them to some of our family that we have and it's a blessing god blessed I don't know why God's been so good to uh, to me, especially to my wife. Um, but everything I've ever needed, he's given me. And thank you for that, God. So with that, I'm going to end this podcast. That's, that's the end of this show. I'm going to call this one The Big News. Uh, hopefully you guys stay tuned for uh, following the, the news uh, saga of my life. Um, but yeah, of course, the show is called The Show About Nothing because... I talk about everything that happens in my life, so I can't really just call it the show about everything. It's the show about nothing, because it's just nothing. I guess so. Stay tuned. Next week, I'll probably talk to you guys some more about these kids. Um, so for now, I'm out. Thank you. Of course, you can follow me on Facebook, my Facebook fan page, the Compamando fan page, or if you live in Gallup, 103.7 FM, um, KYVA, the Domingazo Show. I'm Mondo, Jorge Armando. Or least twice. I've got so many nicknames. It's crazy. But thank you. And that's the end of it.